I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall you cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I am so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million. Absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with the wax beads enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one you don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina and they are to die for y'all i have one burning recently and i have been loving burning the santel and atlas cedar scent it's woodsy, calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order. That's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. Hello, happy and healthy, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. It's your host, Janine Amapola. That was cringy. Never mind. I'll never do that again. I'm very sorry. Um, anyway, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, man, I'm stoked for today's episode because I love talking about dating. And the reason is there's so many nuances and facets to dating that I just think is interesting. Like I, I love talking about it. I just love hearing people's stories. And y'all know I've talked about dating quite a bit on this podcast before. I've talked about dating deal breakers. I've talked about toxic relationships. I've talked about what to look for in a partner, all sorts of stuff like that. So today's episode, pretty stoked about it. Today, we're going to be talking about my best dating advice, like all my best dating advice compiled into one podcast. Now, I did get a listener submit something to me. He asked me a question and I want to play that for you guys really quickly. And then we'll kind of just get into today's episode. And hopefully this helps you guys out because I know that my audience is around 18 to about 30. And this is the time where we're all like, what the freak am I doing? Like right there with you. Now, I think I've had it a little bit more figured out through trial and error and through all the pain I've been through. (laughs) But I just want to give you guys hopefully some advice that will hopefully help you guys out. And you can pass this along to your friends too, because 
you know, sometimes we see our friends just out here struggling in the streets and then you want to like help them, but they just don't want to listen. So this is what you do. You just drop them this podcast and then you're like, you should probably listen to this and hint. No, I'm just kidding. If you're a good friend, you tell them with grace and truth what the situation is. Now I want to listen to this voice memo really, really quickly. And did I just say willy willy? I don't know. Really, really? I don't know. Y'all, I'm actually filming this on a Friday. The weekend's about to start. It's been a long week, a long week, but it's also been so unbelievably fun. So I just want to play this for y'all. Hey, Janine. I love your podcast. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, submit a voice message. Um, So I've loved what you talked about dating. I'm currently 23. My name is Michael. I'm from tw- I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I just graduated from college. A lot of my friends are married. My brother's married, and I was just wondering, what are your tips on waiting versus dating? How much effort should you put in to date? Should you just be content sitting and waiting? Uh, is that a personal choice? Is it different? Does it vary? Obviously, the Bible doesn't talk about dating very much, uh, but I was curious what your opinion was. Uh, since you and Maddie, I believe, are both single, you guys are both pretty, uh, and I'm sure you get plenty of attention, but I was wondering what your opinion is on that. Thanks so much. Keep the great work. God bless. Bye. Love it. If you guys don't know, I do post these episodes on YouTube as well, so you guys can watch me, see my annoying face, if you want to, that is, but if you do, the link is down below. Okay, let's get into this. Now, I have a quite a long list. Thank you, Michael, for submitting your question. I love hearing that guys listen to my podcast too because, I mean, my main audience is definitely women, but, you know, we got some men on here too, so what's up? What's up? Um, okay, so I'm still single, so I'm right there with y'all on looking for a partner. Now, I've been on dates. I've talked to guys, all that stuff, but I am very strict on kind of following the certain dating advice that I'm about to give this to you. I have seen this work well for me and I've seen this work well for my friends and everything. And my friends and I always, we always are just just talking about dating and everything. And so I hope this, you know, gives you guys some guidance, some direction. I try to kind of get, excuse me. I tried to come from the um, perspective of Christian dating, but this also can be just from, you know, a general perspective as well. So let's just get right into it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and we're going to have some fun. All right. My number one tip is what are you looking for? Know what you're looking for. Don't just date anybody, but like have a list or a standard in your mind of what it is that you're seeking. So I made a podcast about this called Qualities to Look for in a Partner. Check that out because this will kind of give you a guideline, hopefully, of what to look for, kind of what to avoid, what to be thinking about when you're looking for a partner. Because something that I want to remind you, I something that I want to remind you guys is that you're not just dating for just like today. Like you're not just like, I want to have fun and I want to have a good partner and I just want to feel good and I want to just have a boyfriend because it sounds great to have a boyfriend. No. You have to remember that you're dating for your future. You're dating for your future kids. If you want kids, like I'll get into all of that. But um, you want to just have like a certain direction of like, okay, what is it that I'm actually looking for going forward? That's going to make a good spouse. That's going to have someone that's going to be by my side through thick and thin. 
So I think writing out a list of what is it that I want? What are, what are my non-negotiables? For me, that would be someone that's a Christian. For me, that would be someone that is hardworking, someone that um, loves and supports my family, that supports my job, that sees the value of my job, that um, has community, good friends around him, et cetera. You see what I'm saying? So I don't really want to deviate from that list. Now, I'm not, my list is not going to say he has to look this way. He has to be a certain height. Doesn't, doesn't look like that. It's mainly characteristics of the person as well as kind of how they spend their time, talents, treasures, that type of thing. Listen to my qualities, look for a partner episode and you'll see what I'm saying. So don't just date anybody because there's plenty of just good looking, charming men. But does that mean that's your spouse? No, definitely not. Because anybody can make out with you. Anybody can go, you know, have fun with you. But can that person actually commit and show up and be a good partner for you, communicate with you? You see what I'm saying? So that'd be my first point of advice is just make a list. What is it that you want? What are your non-negotiables? Number two is I would say, why are you dating? Are you actually ready to date? Because for me personally, I'm dating for marriage. I'm not just dating for fun. Now, sure, dating can be fun. The process is fun. You know, it's like the butterflies and going on dates and, you know, it's like, oh, he's so cute. And you show your friends his Instagram and whatever. Like that, sure, it can be fun. But dating can also not be fun if you meet someone that's just straight up trying to play games. Now, ain't nobody want no games. I'm not here for chess. I'm not here for solitaire. I'm here for a commitment, right? So why are you dating? Otherwise, you know, if you don't have a clear, concise thing of like, I'm dating for the intention of marriage, which is what I think you should be doing. Now, not everybody wants to get married, but to me, it's like either you're just dating, 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 and then what? What you move in together, you're just dating and there's no real commitment or real covenant between you, the Lord, and the and the and your spouse or partner, whoever. I personally just don't think it's worth just dating just to date. Because either y'all just date for literally ever or you break up. So find someone that you are dating with the purpose and the intention of marriage. That's what I'm doing because that just narrows down people 10 times more. That helps you weed out the junkies or weed out. Well, I mean, if you don't want to get married, that doesn't mean you're junkie. That's not what I'm saying. But it helps you weed out the dusty men, you know, the men that are not really there for seriousness. They're just there to play games. So if you're not ready to get married, then you're kind of wasting time. Like I personally think if you're like 16 years old and you just want to have a boyfriend just to have a boyfriend, then you're a little young, you know? And the thing is when you start act, when you start including the sexual stuff in there, it gets really, really, really hard. The longer you date to stay pure or to not do something sexual. Again, that's a whole nother podcast. I always feel like I say this, but I'm trying to date with the intention of waiting till marriage, purity, you know, having clear boundaries. And so the longer you date, the harder that gets. So that's why I feel like at my age, I'm 27 now, which sounds terrifying, but I'm 27 now. I'm looking for a partner that is ready to commit, to build a life with me, to settle down, to raise a family one day, et cetera. So if you're not really ready to date, you're in college, or maybe you're not really wanting a relationship, but you just want to have fun then I think that's just kind of playing games. So be ready to actually take the next step in your life of marriage. Otherwise, you're kind of wasting their time or you're wasting your time. Okay, my next point would be, are you healed and are you ready for a commitment again? 
So if you've just gotten out of a relationship or say you just got your heart broken or you just dumped somebody, are you actually ready to date again? Have you dealt with the wounds? Have you dealt with the past? Have you dealt with the past hurts? Have you forgiven your ex? Have you fully taken time to heal, to deal with the, the trauma perhaps if something happened to you? Have you gone to counseling? Have you sought you know godly wisdom through all of this? Because so often we just want comfort. We don't necessarily want a commitment. We just want comfort. So we'll just run to the next thing that makes us feel comfortable, even though it may not be the right thing. So often after you've gone through a heartbreak or you have, you know, gotten out of a relationship, we run to the dating apps. We run to Instagram. We run to the next guy or girl that will fill that void of I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. That is so bad, I feel like. Because you're bringing in all this baggage, all this hurt, all these past preconceived ideas or things, and you're potentially projecting them on the next person. Well, my ex did this, so you're probably going to do that. And he's like, whoa, 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 I'm a completely different person. You can't put that on me. But that's because you haven't fully healed yet. Give yourself time to heal before the next relationship. Otherwise, you're just rebounding and you're projecting and you're bringing in baggage and past hurts onto the next person. And I just don't think it's healthy. I just really don't. So make sure you are healthy and whole and you've taken a good time to be single, to get whole, to um, do counseling or whatever that might be, get involved back in the church or whatever, so that you're ready for a relationship again and a commitment and everything that entails. Okay. So kind of to answer Michael's question, which I want to get back to. Thank you, Michael, for submitting that question. Now, He was talking about, you know, like, should you put yourself out there or should you just wait? Because the Bible isn't really clear about what you should do. Now, my thing is, I don't think, I I don't think you, what am I saying? I don't think it's necessarily wrong to be actively seeking. Now, if you're a guy, you know, you're supposed to be, you know, the traditionally you're supposed to be the pursuer or the seeker or the hunter. So if you see a cute girl, shoot your shot, go shoot your shot. Like if you see a cute girl at a coffee shop, why not? Why not just be like, Hey, I think you're, you know, so gorgeous. Like, um, is it okay if I get your number or in the DMS? Now don't be creepy. There's a way about it. Please don't be creepy. I have so many creepy guys in my DMS and it just turns me off. Don't be too forward. Don't be too needy, clingy, you know what I mean? Be intentional, but don't be weird. Like there has to be a balance. I was literally telling my friends this, this past week. And like, we always talk about this, but like there is a fine, fine, fine art to a man being kind of, how do I say this? A douchebag, but then also being the super, super sweet guy. Like there's a saying that the nice guys finish last because if you're too needy, too pushy, too, I'm in love with you. I'm obsessed with my gosh, Jamie right now, marry me right now. That freaks a girl out. But there's a certain confidence about you uh, being being independent and confident. Now, I'm not cocky, but confident. There's something about that fine art of like you knowing yourself, you being confident, you not necessarily needing me, but wanting me, but then also still being the super sweet guy that will go out of his way to make her feel extra special. You know what I mean? So don't be weird about it. So I say in the single season where I'm at, like you can be waiting. You can enjoy that. You can just chill. You don't need to be on a dating app every single day. You don't need to be constantly, you know, lurking everywhere you go. Where's my guy? Where's my guy? Where's my guy? But I also think there's nothing wrong with shooting your shot. For example, like there was someone at my gym that my, my PT was like, Hey, I really think you and this guy would hit it off. And I was like, Oh, what what does he look like? And like, I was like, what does he like? And we know, what does he do? And he just kind of told me a little bit about this guy 
And I saw him on Instagram and I just followed him. And I was like, all right, that's me kind of shooting my shot. And then I saw the guy at the gym and I was like, hey, aren't you blank? And he's like, yeah. And we just like talked and everything. And he ended up like DMing me afterwards being like, hey, thanks so much for saying hi. So that was kind of me being bold and shooting my shot. But that wasn't me being like, hey, I want to date you. I'm in love with you. Like you don't got to be weird about it, but you can kind of make yourself a little bit more known to the person. But I just feel like, it's okay to put yourself out there. Like it's okay. There's, there's, there is a good balance between waiting, but also still putting yourself out there. So don't feel necessarily wrong for wanting, you know, to, to put yourself out there or make yourself a little bit more known in front of that person. But remember that, you know, you don't have to force anything. Like everything in God's timing is so, so perfect. So like, I truly firmly believe what's meant for you that the Lord has for you is for you. It's in his perfect timing. And if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Don't force it. But I do think there's factors that you can do to kind of play into that a little bit more so that you have it happen because you can't expect, like if you're just sitting in your house every single day, you can't expect God's just going to plop someone from the sky. I don't think that's going to happen. So put yourself out there a little bit, put yourself out there, ask your friends, Hey, is there anybody you'd be willing to set me up with? Is there anyone that you can think of that would be a good match for me? But don't do it out of desperation. Do it out of like, I'm just curious and I'm ready to date. You know what I mean? So I don't think there's anything wrong with putting yourself out there or shooting your shot, but just be careful about it. You know, be be intentional, be clear, but don't be weird. Just don't be weird. Okay. So something else I want to add to that is also is if it doesn't work out, then that's okay. You shot your shot, you tried, but if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Like say you take a girl out on a date, you take a girl out on a date and you you know, she, you liked her, but she didn't like you back. That's okay. Because you want a one date. She doesn't owe you anything. You don't owe her anything. She tried, you tried. And now you just know, Hey, it didn't work. And that's totally fine. You know, that's the risk of dating and shooting your shot and trying. But if it doesn't work out, that's okay. You tried. All right. Next <clears throat> character. Now remember this. It's okay to want an attractive person. I personally believe there's some people that go out there and they're preaching that you can't date an attractive person and da, da 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 You should only be dating character. Now there's a fine balance to that as well. I think if you're going to be waking up to this person every single day, if you marry them, then yeah, you kind of want to be attracted to them. Right. But remember at the end of the day, and we all know this, that looks fade, but character does not. So if this is the most hot, attractive, he's got six pack abs, whatever, like, I just hope his heart is as gold as his body is. Now, the thing is like, I'm definitely attracted into, I'm attracted to good looking guys, duh. Like I have a little bit of a specific type, but I'm definitely branching out more. I'm definitely open to more things. But at the end of the day, I don't care how successful, how hot, what your body looks like, what you drive, what your job is. I could give a diddly rat's butthole. Sorry, that's disgusting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was disgusting, but you get my point. I don't really care. If your character and personality and the way you treat people is rotten, then like that is so, that's so irrelevant to me, truly. Now, would it be nice to obviously have both character and chemistry in, in looks? Yeah. But remember at the end of the day, like you don't want to marry someone for their physical, physical appearance, but then you get married because they're so hot. They're so fine. And then 10 years down the road, five years down the road, two years down the road, I've seen this happen. You end up being like, this person blows. I actually don't like you. I don't like spending time with you. 
you know, you treat me poorly. You treat others poorly. Remember character matters. You want to be able to see this person in a bunch of different scenarios. So you can determine truly, is this person really a good person? Is this really someone I want to raise kids with? Is this really someone that I, I trust to represent me well, and I trust to leave alone in a room with my friends that he can hold his own weight, that he treats them kindly, that he cares about my friends. You see what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to know that when I walk into a room with this partner or this spouse, that this is someone I'm so proud of that when they open their mouth, my friends are like, Oh wow. What an amazing guy. Not that just, he looks great, but that when he opens his mouth that they're like, Oh, that guy is so kind. And he asked me amazing questions and he sounds like he is just an amazing human being. You know what I mean? So just think about, yes, you want character. I mean, sorry, you think about, yes, you want chemistry and you want to be attracted to them and all that stuff, but character will not fade. Character is, is the foundation almost of this relationship. So just think about that when you're dating. Think about that because I think a lot of us look at their Instagram profile and we're like, oh my God, they're so hot. They're beautiful. They have a great body, their butts banging, whatever. But if their heart is rotten, that's not your that's not your person. You don't want to invest your time into that because that just will not go well for you. So that'd be some, you know, hard truth, but good truth. Okay. So kind of what I said as well is think about just like who will raise your kids. Think about this. If your child came out looking and acting just like your partner, would you be okay with that? Now, again, I'm going to more stress on acting because again, going back to character, Your child is going to get certain genetics, qualities, personality traits, things that your partner has, whether you like them or not. So would you be okay with that? If the person you're dating right now, if your child turned out to be just like them, the way they treated you, the way they treat other women or women treat men, you know what I mean? If they came out just like that, would you be okay with that? Think about y'all that you are dating someone for a kingdom mindset. That is, if you are a Christian, for me, I'm marrying and dating someone for the goal of raising godly children, raising up the next generation with a kingdom mindset that this person is here to Matthew 6, 33 first, but first seek first his kingdom and his righteousness in everything that we do. That's the goal because I want that person to raise children like that as well. So I don't want to just raise a nobody low life that, you know, doesn't really know how to handle kids well, treat kids well, because that stuff matters. You're raising up a next generation. What do you want the next generation to look like with this person? You know? So just think about that. Okay. This next point, I want to stress, 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 give it time. If you follow me on TikTok, you saw me talk about this. Now, when you're dating, you know, say you go on a date and so far it's going great and you start falling for this person, you start feeling infatuated and you're like, This is literally the most amazing human being ever. Don't jump the gun and fall in love with who you think they are or the idea of who they are. Give it time. Now, within the first three to six months, you're going to start seeing some things about this person that you like or that you don't like. So making sure that you are giving it time is so important. Because eventually true colors are always shown, whether you like it or not for you and for that person. So in the beginning, we all have this infatuation. We're like, they're the most amazing thing ever. The way they make me feel and blah, 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 blah. That's fun. That's like the honeymoon stage. But that phase eventually fades away. 
So as you're giving it time, you can start to see, okay, is this person actually a good person? Is this someone I actually enjoy? Do I really like them? Do they treat me well? Do they treat my friends well? Like all the things that you're going through of like qualities you like and don't like. Because in the beginning stage, anybody can be something they, anyone can claim to be who they want to be. Anybody can put up a facade and you're in love and you start putting up blinders because you're so infatuated that you're turning off, you know, your um, discernment of these red flags because you're just so in love with the idea of who this person is, but they're not really that good of a person. You know what I mean? So if something starts feeling off and something starts feeling wrong, as you're going through this dating process, you're giving it time and you're like, hmm. Something just feels weird or off. Trust that. I have heard stories over and over and over and over. In the very beginning, something, your gut, your spirit, your intuition tells you this is wrong. Don't do it. Don't do it. But you just, eh, you mute that. You hit the mute button. You're like, nope, I can't see you. I'm blind. (laughs) Because you just like the way that this person makes you feel or you're so caught up. But this person's really not that good for you. So within the first six to three months or three to six months, that's really where you can start You can start determining, is this someone I really, really want to date? Is this really someone I want to pursue? Is this someone I can really see myself marrying? I don't think it takes honestly that much time to see that. I really, really don't. That's why I know so many Christians that get married within like six months or a year because within that six month period, like you can really know a lot about a person if you're really asking good questions, spending a good amount of time bringing them around your friends, you're, you know, seeing how they are in a bunch of different situations because anybody can pretend to be who they want to be just with you, but in different situations, like other true colors start coming out. So like I said, give it time and seek peace. If you're dating this person and you do not have peace about it, something feels off, you cannot lie your head down at night and feel good about it. That is the Lord telling you, run, flee, run for the hills. This is not your person. And trust that because there's been relationships I've been in or like even when I've been in the dating talking phase, something just feels off. And I've had to literally end it with guys that I've gone on like two dates with. And I've just been like, I'm so sorry. I just don't have peace about this. And they're like, well, what did I do wrong? Can I fix it? Can I do this? Can I do it? Like they're trying to like salvage it. And I've just been like, I'm so sorry. Like it's really nothing you did, but I just feel like the Lord is telling me this is not it. And I just don't have peace about it. I've ended things several times just based alone on the factor of peace. Seek the peace. And you get peace from the God of peace who is, you know, not the author of confusion, but the God of peace, the author of peace. Listen to my last podcast if you want to hear more about that, but God is peace. And I think he speaks to us a lot in peace. So take your time, slow down your, oops, You're not in a rush. Get to know this person. Okay, my next point is dating in community. Do not isolate yourself. So dating in community is you're going on a date. You're telling your friends, hey, I'm going on a date. I'm going to see this guy. Here's who he is. This is what he does. This is what, like, you know, more about him. Have them ask you, how was the date? When you go on the date, send them your location. Tell them where you're going. Tell them how the date went. Tell them how you felt. Because if you're just dating in isolation, we're going to be blinded to things. Again, like I said, the infatuation will start being blinded. And when you start dating and you start hanging out with them a little bit more, you start bringing them around your friends, your friends might be able to see things that you cannot see yourself and be willing to be teachable and open to having your friends input. There's so many times when we just date and we're just so set and committed on like, no, I don't care what you say. I'm going to date this person. How well does that go for you in the end? Because those are the same people that later they're like, 
uh, kind of told you so when the whole relationship backfires and blows up in flames. Those are the same people that are like, yeah, I kind of told you so. And you're like, crap, I suck. I should have listened to you. So from the very, very beginning, date in community. Do not date alone. Do not isolate. Do not let this person isolate you. If this person, believe me, y'all, I know this from experience. If this person starts isolating you and, and pulling you away from your friends instead of bringing you into his friends or you into bringing him into your friends, if he starts pulling you away and isolating you and saying your friends suck and you shouldn't, don't listen to them and they're the worst or whatever, like that's a huge red flag to me, a very red flag. That's like a sociopathic tendency. Be very, very careful. I've experienced that before. Run for the freaking hills. So have community around you to vet this person, to be like, this is a great person or this is not a good person. Because like, if I'm going to date somebody, if I'm going to marry somebody, like I want my whole community around me to be like, I see why this works. This just makes sense. Y'all are meant for each other. I want my family to see that. So do not just do this alone because you're prideful or you think you know best because I promise you, you probably don't. So date with community. All right. I stress that enough. All right. The next point, ladies, this is mainly for you, but I know men, you do this too, but I've seen this happen time after time after time. And I'm here to tell you today, do not date potential. You date patterns. This is something I had to learn the hard way. Girls have this tendency to want to fix men. Why do we want to do that? There's something in, innate in us that's like, I just, I just want to fix him and I want to help him and I want to I want to get him to know the, to know the Lord or whatever. Like we do that for some weird reason, but something you need to remind yourself is I am not dating off of potential of who they could be. I'm dating off of patterns, who they are and who they have been. Right. Think about that for one second. Let that seep in because you want to see who is this person already apart from me. What do they do with their time? What do they do with their talents? What do they do with their money? Who is their friend group? Are they consistently, you know, in, in church? Are they, are they donating their money? I mean, like, who are they before I met them? So many times, often we meet people and they're just not where we want to be. They're not who we want them to be, but we're like, oh, but they could get there, but they could, but sis, they ain't, they ain't there yet. (laughs) So If they're not there, then he ain't it for you. No, I'm not saying he cannot be that for you, but he needs to figure that out on his own. You need to figure that out on your own. It is not your job to babysit. It's not your job to raise someone up. Now, when you're dating someone, of course, you can call them higher. You can sharpen each other. You can make each other better. But like overall, you're not here to fix people. Now, you can point them to like, hey, I really think you you should get into therapy or I really think you should get into community or whatever. And I just don't think this is right. I'm so sorry. But like, it's not your job to fix this man and tell him what he can and cannot do or what he should and should not do. That's for his own thing to do. And if he's a grown man, he can figure that out and he should figure that out because you're not his mom. You're not his babysitter telling him what he should and shouldn't do. Right? So look at the the patterns. Who is this man already? Who is this woman already? And go based upon that. What What is his reputation? What did his friends say? Ask people. If you know people that know him. What is his reputation like? That matters. I promise you. That was actually my next point. That matters as well. Who is this person? What do people say about him? What do people say about her? If she's known for being a drama queen or a cheater or a gossiper or a liar or a two-timer 
or a toxic person, then you might want to steer clear. That's just trusting, you know, discernment and wisdom and seeking that and listening to that and not being like, no, no, no. I just want to see it for myself. I want to figure this out for myself. That doesn't usually go well. So you're not dating potential of who they could be. Date who they are now. Because here's often what happens is you date the person, they start changing for you, not for themselves, not because God told them to change, not because they fear the Lord and want to change because they are in so reverent of the Lord of like, Lord, I want to be the best person I can be for you, for you as in God, not for, I want to be the best person I can be for Janine. No, because you don't need to necessarily fear me. You need to fear the Lord. Now having a healthy fear of the Lord is important. So I want a man that fears the Lord so that like he knows, okay, I don't own Janine. I don't own her body. I'm so scared of messing up with the Lord that I'm going to respect this woman's body. I'm going to respect her boundaries. I'm going to respect her. I'm going to um, honor her body because I don't own that body. Her body is not mine, right? And so that's just like a good man today and a good partner today in general. And so I know I'm like stressing that a lot, but I think that just we need to hear that over and over and over because so many girls are out here missionary dating, trying to save their boyfriends, trying to get get them to know Jesus, trying to get them to read their Bible. Says he ain't going to do it. If you can't do it, then like he's just not going to do it. It's going to take him seeking the Lord, the Lord coming and changing his heart. Pray for him. You can pray for them, but you can pray for him apart from him. You can pray for him separately than him. You don't need to be like literally holding hands with him being like, Lord, change his heart. That's not your role, sis. It's just not. You go do you. You read your Bible. You go to church. You be in community. You go live your best dang life. And by you doing that, that will call him higher, right? That will be like, make him be like, oh, dang, she's doing all these things. Maybe I should do that. But that doesn't mean that you need to just keep dating his potential because it's just, I just promise you, it just doesn't go well. Date a man that's already there. I promise you that will go well for you. All right. Uh, next thing. Okay. (laughs) Next thing. Remember again, like I was saying this, remember that they don't owe you anything and you don't own them anything. Now there should be a common respect there when you're dating with clarity and kindness and intentionality. You've gone on one date, but just because you've gone on one date does not mean they owe you anything. Now I know this is going to be controversial. What I'm about to say, this is going to be controversial, but date multiple people. So if you go on one date, you cannot go on one date with this person and just expect this is the person I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry them unless the Lord shows you, but don't go on this one date being like, this is my person. Everyone else buy canceling them all out, deleting my dating apps. I don't want to seek anybody else because this is it. I think you should have a little bit of openness of like, okay, I'm interested in him, you know, and I can also go on a date with him because I don't owe them anything because I'm going on one date. Now, as you're continuing to date these people, And you start, you know, swaying one way or to the other being like, okay, I'm really interested in Josh. And, you know, I don't really feel like I'm drawn to Chris as much anymore. Then you say to Chris, hey, Chris, thank you so much for the dates you've been taking me out on. I, you know, had so much fun. You're a great guy, but I just don't see this moving forward. Boom, done. That's it. That's all you got to say. If he's a respectful man, he will honor that. So you've kind of vetted the process. You've kind of been like, okay, like, because you don't owe him anything just because he bought you dinner does not mean you owe him anything. Now you can be kind and be thankful and thank him for his time. Thank him for all that stuff, but he doesn't owe you anything. You don't owe him anything. So then now you've, you've gone on multiple dates and you're like, okay, now I'm starting to lean a little bit more towards Josh. I think Josh is more where I seek the peace. I feel good about this. This feels right. And then you just keep dating him. Now remember, maybe you've gone on two, three, four, five dates and they decide to ghost you or something goes wrong or whatever. Remember again, hopefully that they're dating with kindness and they're dating with clarity 
But technically, if they ghost you, that shows more about their character than that does about yours. You've done your part and you can kind of call them out and you can say what you feel and everything. But if they decide to do that, that's just one immature, two, that's on them, three, that's just that shows more about their character than that does about yours. And that's great because that showed you early on who they are. They ghosted you. They treated you badly. That shows you early on. All right, this ain't my person because they showed me their character. And it said, there's this quote that says, if they show you who they are, believe them. If they showed you they're capable of treating you poorly or ghosting you or not communicating or making you feel less than or belittling you or whatever it is, that's on them. They showed you that. Believe them and don't go back to them because you've seen it once and you're, you know, I, I feel like if you've seen it once and it's been a consistent pattern, then then don't keep going back. Don't just keep wishfully thinking, oh, he'll change and he'll change, he'll change because I don't know, sis, he may not. He may not. Like I said, that's that's between him and God, not you, not you and him, right? So put your boundaries up. Say, all right, I tried. That kind of hurt. That kind of stung a little bit, but on to the next. I'll be okay. Hopefully that made sense. Okay. But I know that's kind of controversial of like dating more people than once because I don't want you just to pigeonhole yourself to one person because if that doesn't work out, then you're going to have like this false idea in your head of like, I'm going to marry or date this person. But since you've only been on like three dates with him, slow yourself down. Slow yourself down. He doesn't owe you anything, right? That's kind of why I'm saying like you can go on dates with multiple people. Now, don't be a player. Don't be literally dating multiple people at once where you have two boyfriends at once. Don't, don't be doing that. But in the early stages, it's a little bit okay. But if someone starts taking you a little bit more serious or you start taking the other person a little bit more serious, then that's when you can start being like, all right, now I'm going to start shutting off the other options because I want to see this guy fully and fully see this one through. See what I'm saying? Okay. I think the last point I want to say on this is don't date out of loneliness, boredom, rebounding, or insecurities, or dating at a place of lack, because that never, ever goes well. Like You're basically going around with a broken heart or boredom or loneliness or insecurities, and you're just looking for someone to basically make you feel good. You're not dating from a place of abundance because you want to bless someone or you want to you know, pour back into someone or you care so much or you're so ready and healthy and whole to date that you're instead, you're like, someone make me feel good. Make me feel good. I need a boyfriend right now. I need to feel good right now. That's just not a healthy stance to ever, ever come from. It's just not. It doesn't usually end that end up well either because two unhealthy people, one unhealthy person and one unhealthy person doesn't equal one healthy person. That's just going to equal one unhealthy relationship. It's one healthy person and another healthy person creating one healthy relationship. So be healthy, get healthy, seek you know, health as much as you can mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, which is why I make this podcast and seek someone that's doing the same thing too, because that creates a healthy relationship. And that's what you want. You definitely want that. And so enjoy the process of being single, get healthy and whole as much as possible. Get involved in church, read your Bible, read great books, listen to good podcasts, um, dating community, be, have community, be in Bible study, having people, have people pour into you, get a mentor, pour back into other people, serve the Lord with your time, with your talent, your money, all that stuff, because that's how I feel like you get healthy and you get whole and get, go to counseling. If you need to go to counseling, there is nothing wrong with that. I really want to say that. I want to emphasize that there's such a negative stigma around counseling. I've been to counseling and it was the best, healthiest thing I ever did. And if you want to break patterns and heal old wounds and deal with toxicity in your life or deal with heartbreak or trauma, whatever, seek a counselor out. I promise you it's very, very healthy to do. I wish more people did that. I wish more men did that. Men are so scared. You don't have to be scared to go see a counselor. I promise you. So 
hopefully that helped. That, those are all my tips. Just remember that God's timing is perfect and he's creating someone for you. But, but you want to know your identity in the Lord first and foremost. You want to know, God, who am I? Who do you say I am? Seek that out. So that way you don't need someone's validation. You don't need a man. You don't need a woman to make you feel secure. You don't need someone on your Instagram or a guy around your arm or someone telling you you're pretty or this and that to feel good about yourself because you already know that. You already know who the Lord has called you to be, right? Hopefully that helps. So those are basically some of my tips. Um, I have tons of other podcasts on this as well that you guys can check out. There's one about singleness. There's one about identity, dating deal breakers, qualities look for a partner. Um, and then there's one about like signs you're in a toxic relationship or dating deal breakers, something like that. Check all those out because those are how ha- those have definitely more resources for you guys as far as like the whole dating thing. I know dating can be hard. It's confusing sometimes. It's like there's so much nuance to it. There's so many different factors of like timing and location and age and like what you're interested in. I mean, there's so many different things, but overall seek the Lord when you're dating, pray God, pray that God would start guarding your heart or showing you like, Lord, is this the right time for me to date? And then like guard your heart when you're dating so that you're not just completely wrapped up in somebody and falling in love and infatuated with maybe someone God never had for you initially. And before you date, ask the Lord, Lord, do you want me to date this person? Because Sometimes we're dating, but the Lord never told you, I want you to date right now, right? So seek seek God in anything that you're doing. Abide in him in everything that you're doing because that will go well for you. So in the whole dating process, surrender that to God. God, show me, is this the person? Is this not the person? Should I go on this date? Should I not? Should I be on dating apps? Should I not? Should I respond to this DM? Should I not? You see what I'm saying? Seek the Lord in everything you do and seek his peace. And, and just trust his perfect timing. If it's been rough for you, if it's been hard for you, just keep doing the best thing you can do to seek him, to follow him, to chase him. And he'll bring the person at his perfect timing and trust that he's a good God and he has good things for you. All right. Well, I hope this episode helped you guys out today. Now I'm, you know, I basically have to reiterate this, this to myself as well, because I'm single and I'm in dating and all this stuff, but you know, the dating process can be fun. It doesn't have to be all so serious and scary. Just go out there, go have fun, go meet people, go on dates. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. You don't have to know if you're going to marry the person on the first date. You don't have to know that. So calm yourself down and just have fun. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys next, next Tuesday. And if you guys like this episode and you have thoughts on it or anything, just let me know on the Happy and Healthy Instagram. That's Happy and Healthy Podcast. That is our handle. And that is all down below. If you guys want to leave me more voice memos, the link is down below as well. Again, also, if you do not watch the YouTube videos about this, then the link is also down below. So good luck out there, you guys. I know the dating world can be hard and scary, but you got this. I believe in you. And let me know if you have any more questions. All right. Love you guys. And peace out, Girl Scouts. Stay happy and healthy. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 